everybody and welcome back to 20 Something's Failing at Nothing, episode 22. Which feels like episode... 109. Because we recorded a whole episode, 50 minutes, and then lost it. Lost the whole thing. Our first technical error. It was soul destroying actually, because it, it was a good episode. I was furious. Don't even know if we can match it today. We can't. I really know we Could can't. be better. It could be, but it won't be. And then, we got a new mic. We do, which Mixer, is exciting. Headset. Can we work it? No. No. So if anyone wants to help us, like, please do. Like, We're very, forwards. very willing to accept help at this point. Like, we need it. We need help. Because it feels like we're trying to drive an aircraft. Mm-hmm. Looking it's, at that. It is complicated. Is it? How are you today? Wonderful. Yeah? Yeah. Feeling good? Feeling great. Feeling great. Yeah, yeah feeling good. It's... It's Saturday, so it feels a bit like... I never really not to myself on Saturdays. I love Saturday. I do like Saturdays, because I know I always have something to look forward to in the evening. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know... I Some people know. hate Saturday daytimes. I don't like Sunday daytimes. I, I really struggle with Sunday daytimes. Really? Yeah, I just feel like they're just like... Oh. Yeah, because probably usually Maybe they're like hungover. Sunday blues. Yeah, I'm not good at being hungover. It makes me feel deeply depressed, actually. <laughs> it's not a good feeling at all. <laughs> I hate being on over as well. So for the second time this week, Megan, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like I made it make sense last time and this time I'm not so oh, yeah, sure. I don't know how we're going to do that. We basically ran out of ideas this week, so we decided to look at movie quotes after listening to Emma Thompson. Oh, we love her. We love her. We love her. Because she's kind of gone quite, I mean, obviously she's a super famous actress. But she's gone quite viral at the minute for doing um, the film Good Luck to Leo Grand, where she plays a 62-year-old widowed retired teacher who's never had an orgasm. And she hires a, a younger sex worker to, to tick off all these things off of her bucket list. And actually, I think it becomes like... I haven't actually seen it yet, but I know a lot about it. But it becomes like the journey of self-discovery. And now, in her like press interviews that she's doing, yeah, she's become like a real advocate for like body do you, image. And do you think it's enlightened her more in her personal life than just in the film? Yeah, because things she said as well, like about how she spent such a long time like looking back over her life. Like she is because she's the same age as the character. She is sixty-two. I mean, she, oh my god, yeah, she yeah, looks yeah. amazing. She insane. And she was saying, you know, how you spend so much of your like early life hating yourself, then you look back on your early life when you're an older woman and think, oh my god, how beautiful was I? Mm. And then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're an aged person, and that's the thing that you don't like. Do you know what so I mean? you're you always of... trying to cope well, yeah, with something. Yeah, you kind of learn to live with it, I suppose, but uh-huh. you, you kind of kick yourself and go, why did I hate myself? And her whole thing, is the, the the sound that went viral on like TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and everything was her saying, like, why would you waste your life's purpose worrying about your body? Just yeah. about the way that you look. Yeah. Why would you not like your passion, the things that you want out of life? You you won't do them simply because you don't think you look good enough, or you're not worthy enough because of how you look. It's weird, isn't it? Because it actually doesn't really correlate at all. No, it's like a whole dynamic that we've like this bizarre thing we've created. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, obviously, it comes from you look at the beginning of time, and yes, the beauty standard has the changed. The beginning of time, but it has like you like the beauty standard has changed. Yeah, but you look back at even like Egyptian times, certain things were considered beautiful. And then you look at Victorian times, certain things were considered beautiful. There's always been this ideal version of perfection and those mm. people are always in a position of, like, power or, like, status. Mm-hmm. And so then you, you, I think, I don't think there was ever a time where people didn't feel 
like, worthy enough because of how they looked. Yeah, like, they're always trying to achieve something. Yeah. Right. Do you know, I saw on TikTok the other day, sorry, just going off of this. I saw on TikTok the other day this clip. It must be a documentary, but I don't know what it was. And it's a place in, I want to say, like, Malaysia or the Philippines. I can't remember. Anyway, it's like a village. And the women there are only considered beautiful once they weigh over, like, 200, 200 pounds. Oh, my God. And so get <laughs> me there. So they're, like, encouraged to eat. And, they, you know, like... And they don't eat unhealthily or anything. like. But they, they all say the secret to their size is, like, eating lots of rice. <laughs> That's kind of, like, their thing. And um, But, yeah, they're only considered beautiful and worthy of marriage once they're over 200 pounds. And you just think it's so bizarre. Everywhere in the world has something different that is considered worthy. That's mad. Yeah, yeah. Because all I've ever known is people wanting to be skinnier. For sure. I mean, you've got the, there's like the odd few that try and gain weight. Yeah. Do you know, like, obviously you can't speak for everybody, but like, that we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The odd few that have been like, oh, I'd like to put on a few pounds and stuff, but mostly the conversation is always about weight loss. Of course, yeah, and toning up. <laughs> I just want to, if I could just tone this bit up, or if I could just lose those few pounds, or... Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. there's this whole place dedicated to the idea that it's not beautiful to be anything less than what would be considered in the rest of the world a plus-size person. I feel like that could be as toxic the other way. Oh, for sure. Do you know what I mean? For sure, yeah, of course. Like, I think it's not... That's probably not completely, like, right either. No. I don't... To be honest with you, it seems to be that wherever you are in the world, any beauty standard is quite toxic. Yeah. Whether that's that you need to change the structure of your face or whether that's you're like cha- they you have to men stretch their necks don't they stretching your neck people have um that tends to be like more tribal things and people stretch their like there's a certain tribe where they stretch their bottom lip they take out their two bottom teeth and they put a lip plate in and, and the larger that is the more beautiful you're considered but and there's another um group of people that sharpen their teeth and different yeah. things like that and you think like it's so well, I guess that can be really dangerous, those things as well. Like, have you seen... There's those... Tradition as well, there's isn't those, it? I think it's like an ancient Chinese tradition for women to wrap their feet. Have you seen that? I have seen it. And there's only a few women left because, you know, it, it's not practised anymore, but they're obviously very old. And their feet have been wrapped and bound so much because the idea of these, like, small feet were, like, perfect feet. But obviously it means that their whole foot is actually deformed. And you look at that and you just think, like, that's the idea. Like, women have to literally go, or people have to go through these, like, or, or, like almost torturous things. It sounds, like, it sounds like it literally hurts. Well, it does. Their whole foot is twisted. Like, their toes are, like, fully wrapped under their feet. Because their feet are so tiny because they're not allowed to grow any bigger than that, so they constantly bind them. But obviously your foot still grows. So it contorts itself into, like, whatever shape it can. And these women, are, I mean, they're considered, they were considered beautiful. But it's obviously like a super painful thing to have to go through. Mad. Yeah. Right, do you want your first quote? I do. I've got to do my best reading. Which one should I do? Ah, this one I really liked. Mm-hmm. This is... Obviously, we've already spoken about this, so... We have. But <laughs> it's like a script. It's fake. It, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I actually don't remember what we said. No, I don't. We kind of just spit Which is a shame, because I'm sure it was wonderful. I remember yesterday we did a lot of... Uh, we completely left the point. Which a is lot. pretty common. Yeah, fact. I was going to say for a change. Yeah. <laughs> right, this one is from Eat, Pray, Love. Yes. Julia Roberts film. Julia Roberts film, who we also love. You need to learn how to select your thoughts just the same way you select your clothes every day. This is a power you can cultivate. If you want to control things in your life so bad, 
work on the mind. That's the only thing you should be trying to control. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. The question is, though, do you think you can control your thoughts? I think to extents you can. Yes, I, I agree. Obviously, this is dependent... We're talking... We're not... You know, this is dependent on the person, of course. But, like, you can... We do have more power over our thoughts because our thoughts have such power over us. Mm-hmm. But they are us. And I think that's the thing that we, like, struggle with. Like, our thoughts are ours. Yeah, like, no one... Like, you can be influenced by other people, but, like, no one's making you think like that. No, and you have those days where you wake up and you're, like, super ready for the day and, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll kind of, like, fuck off all of those shit thoughts. Or you'll override them with the positive thing you're doing. Yeah. Or, or, you know, it just doesn't affect you that day. And then you have days where, I don't know, maybe when you're hungover on a Sunday, all of that, like, those, like, awful thoughts that personal come into your head. <laughs> Absolutely. But, like, all of those thoughts come into your head and you do kind of... You kind of put you in that like, negative space, but actually, even on a hangover, like for me anyway, if I got up, had a shower, maybe went for a walk, maybe went and saw my friends or something, that whole day is going to be a different Changes day. Changes the way you think. Versus me like sitting in bed and wallowing in my own filth. I think like when like you attract the bad as well. Like if you're having like a negative day, mm. you get up on the wrong side of the bed. I think it does go from like bad to worse. Oh god, yeah, it's just one thing after. And you're like, oh, I can't catch a break. Yeah. But all of those things can happen to you on a different day and you'd feel differently. 100%. It's all perspective, I think, uh-huh. maybe. But controlling your thoughts, I think, well, thoughts are just thoughts. They're not facts. Mm-hmm. This was something we spoke about yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. And we, but we constantly tell ourselves, you know, like someone says, oh, I'm not going to be very good at that. So then you just believe to be that you're not very good at it. Yeah. Or I'm not going to pass that, so you're just not going to. No. What if you just said, what if I do? Or what if you just said, I'm going to try my best? Yeah, like I might do. Yeah. Or I am going to pass. Like, it doesn't matter what thought process you want to have, but it takes very minimal effort to just change the sentence. You actually take letters out of things when you just turn it around. Like, it's kind of... You're putting more effort into the telling yourself. And maybe we do that for, like, fear of failure. Oh, I do. then if you've already I... failed before someone else says you failed, it softens the blow a little bit. I'm like that 100%. You know, like, if you're going for a job or something, you're like, oh, I don't want it that bad. Yeah. And you do on the inside, but it's like, if you don't get it, it's not that deep because you didn't want it anyway. Yeah. But, like, that's so negative. Like, that's not the right attitude. No. And it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay yeah, to if be, you like, don't get so If it doesn't it. work out, like, you just be upset about it yeah. and then you get over it. Because in this, in the, if the idea is, is that, you know, you can control your thoughts and you can control, you know, like, uh, what happens before the event or before the thing is you're positive about it, even if, you know, there's a, there's a fear that you might fail or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards... Okay, it's disappointing, but then you can try your thoughts enough to say, okay, well, what do I do now? And now what next? Yeah, like, how, like what's my way around this? Yeah, like, it, we're kind of taught that if you fail something, you should feel real sadness about it. What if you fail something and you're actually okay? Have you ever had it sometimes where something's happened and you know you're supposed to be sad and you're not? Oh, my, like, my entire life. And you feel so guilty. I've been you recently stopped doing that, like, in my, like, in the past few years. And we've had this conversation. When have we? Cer- yeah, like when cer- I don't know, maybe I'm not getting the right point, but like when certain things have happened, or like even if it's like with your friends or like on a night out or whatever it is, or something's happened to you personally, the response should be that you're angry because everyone else would feel angry. So you're kind of just angry, but actually you, you don't, don't feel anger, but you're kind of just invested in the drama in that moment. And I would say only in the past few years have I actually thought, oh no, I actually don't care about that. And then someone else might say, really? Because I'd really care. And that's like, that's fine. You can Yeah, yeah, but I literally but I don't, don't care. But I think when you're growing up, you act exactly how you're supposed to. Oh, 100%. Or how you think you should, or how you watch other people do it. Yeah. Because I, we've said this... I, I'm an attention seeker. 
<laughs> as I think the majority of people are, like, God forbid, they admit that they are, but, like, a lot of people are. I now, as a 25-year-old, can just say if I want attention. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, I can't, I know I'm being a bit needy or I know I'm being a bit attention-seeking. But how many times when you were in school did you and a friend go, let's pretend to have an argument? Me and you did it. Did we? Yeah, we pretended to have an argument just to see what our friends would do. Oh, what, like it was like a staged thing? Yeah. Oh, like, we weren't even angry at each other. I and everyone was like, don't oh my God. remember that. Yeah. Because everyone else used to argue all the time because <laughs> our friends were drama, still are, our friends were. <laughs> me and you didn't really argue particularly. And this one day, I just remember us being in the cafe and we were like, oh, let's just have an argument. So we did. We were like, yeah, I just don't want to talk to you. And then all of our friends were like, oh my God, you're okay. <laughs> and we only did it for attention. We weren't doing it for a laugh. Oh my God, that's a shame. It's hilarious. Bless her. But everyone does that. It's like when you get like, I don't know. I feel like you just I get mean, butt hurt about everything, don't you? But I mean, like, her. you know when you're supposed to be, like, literally sad? Oh, like if someone, like, dies or something. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're not, you're not. And you're, like, less sad than you think you should be. Yeah. But I guess you, that's Weird. just kind of how you feel, isn't it? Like, you can't really help that. Oh, no. And it's okay, like, why do you... Because the thing is, I think we feel... We try and feel sad about stuff that maybe doesn't necessarily directly affect us. Yeah. You can feel sad for other people's sadness. I just sort of rise up your skirt. Sorry. Megan just did a leg stretch. <laughs> In the skirt. That is so funny. <laughs> um, so I like, No, babes, don't you worry. But you can do like, you can feel sadness for like your family if someone's died or something. Yeah. But if you might not have been of that, like you might not have been that close. Yeah. And like, okay, that's kind of shit. But what, what are you going to do about it yeah, now? Yeah, it's a little bit late. It's a little bit late. A little bit late. A little bit leave it. little bit. But then I guess that allows you to stop... Like, that allows you to just be there more for those people that are sad. Yeah. Because you because can be someone who's, like, stable. Yeah. Okay, and do you... T- would you talk to your friends the way you talk to yourself? Uh, I haven't always. Do you mean, like, when we're mean to ourselves? Yeah. Like, right now... I think at the minute, I think it's a conscious effort to try and be kind to myself. And not that it's not because I hate myself. Do you know what I mean? It's not that. I think it's just always been the dialogue to be like, oh, that could be better or that doesn't look how it should. I mean, I think I used to be really quite vicious to myself, like with the words I'd say about myself. And I've got to watch women and men around me do it constantly all the time still. Lewis Capaldi in yeah, his yeah. most recent podcast. People do it constantly. You're, you literally can't get away from but it. But he said the exact same thing we said before. If you take the piss first, no one could do it. Mm-hmm. It's a comfortability thing. Like when somebody sure. takes a minute, you're like, oh, hmm, said that five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad. And it, it is a comfortability thing because God forbid you go out feeling great about yourself and then someone tries to shoot you down. But equally, that's their fucking opinion. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess you get to a point where really, you try and just not give a shit. Like, I really like that attitude, but I don't feel like that. Like, if somebody no. said something about how I looked when I went out, I would feel shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, that's your opinion. I'd like to think I would, but I wouldn't. Do you know what? I haven't, to be fair... I mean, I have had people comment on the way I look before. That's, you know, I think that's just growing up and that's what happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you if you look a certain way. But, like, I... The last time I remember anyone commenting on my weight was about a year ago. And it wasn't negative. But I, I know that if I'd have heard that... And this is I'm talking on a night out. Like, not like the doctors. Like, when we got fat shamed at the <laughs> On a night out. And I... Um, I know that if I'd have been, I don't know, 18, 19, 20, I'd have really struggled with it. This girl came up to me and she said about, she said something and then she went, oh, well, you know, us big girls have to, have to wear certain things or like us big girls can only shop in certain, oh, because she'd asked me where my outfit was from and I'd said like H&M and she said, oh God, us big girls can never shop there, can we? 
Right. And, and so I was like, she's like, not being rude to you, but what it is is like, no, she's essentially called you that. Well, yeah, and also I wouldn't have that her um, build. I wouldn't have said was a big girl. So number one, that's obviously how she feels about herself. But I was bigger. Th- I was bigger than her, and not because I'm like I'm bigger than you. Like I just was a bigger woman than her. Like I'd say maybe she was a size ten, twelve, and I'm size sixteen. So I was a larger person than her, and like I know that if I someone had a weird thing to say, it was a super weird thing to say because but it you really don't made presu- me reflect. You wouldn't. Would you presume that that would be how somebody refers to themselves? Because I wouldn't. No, and also you don't know when people are comfortable to even call themselves that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Like I no longer find the word fat like offensive or sad. But when I was younger, the word fat was like a really terrible thing to say. And when you say I'm fat, people go, "Don't just say that." By the way. I'm like, I never said that. that was my dog. If you heard that sneeze. Oh, she wants to go out. I'm going to keep talking. But you keep talking. I can't keep talking because you're halfway yeah, through a fucking sentence. I am. <laughs> I am. But you don't know when people are ready to call themselves a certain... Not call themselves a certain thing, but if I'd gone up to another girl who was maybe my size bigger or smaller and said, oh, us big girls, what if she felt really shit but, does that, but no one ever says, oh, us small girls. No, it's because we were talking about H&M. And I think she was just kind of like, comfortability, isn't it? It's always about comfortability. Like... Mm. And I kind of went, oh yeah, no, really struggled to buy stuff in H and M, but sometimes you know you find you find a little corker. But it was like I don't know, it was just a really weird conversation to have. Yeah. It made me reflect. It made me think about like, well, how do I actually feel about that? Am I actually sad? This, I guess, it was all controlling your thoughts, isn't it? Oh, 100%. am I actually upset by what you said? And were you? No, no. And that's not because number one, she wasn't being offensive. Yeah. Number two. I'm okay with being bigger. But that took time. A hundred percent. And number three, she's not wrong. H&M is a bit of a bugger to buy bigger clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but, so do you know what I mean? Whereas when I was younger, it depends where you're I'd have then. hated that girl. I'd have come up to you girls and gone, that girl's just called me fat. She didn't call me fat. But that's how I would have seen it as like yeah, a 19 year old. Yeah, translate it in that your Because you're like so painfully insecure all the time. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you, it, I, I think things like that make you reflect you, on. But like, that is, stuff. surely that's evidence of like controlling your thoughts right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Because but you... then some days you completely fail at that. Mm. And and every awful, every everything that is said seems awful. Every way you look, every time you look in the mirror, you seem disgusting. Like, you kind of can't get away from your thoughts. And you and, and not even just how you look, but I don't, you don't feel worthy of anything. It's weird, isn't it, though, like, when we're talking about controlling our thoughts and, like, how you would speak to yourself versus how you'd speak to someone else. Mm. Like, it always seems to go back round to the conversation of what you look like. I guess that's what you see. But isn't that weird, though, because we're talking about your thoughts, not looking yeah. in the mirror in your thoughts. Mirror. Mirror. Meryl. Not looking in the mirror and your thoughts, like, mm-hmm. just your thoughts in general, like, before you've even gotten out of bed. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be about what you look like. Maybe it's because it's the first thing anyone sees and it's what we see. Mm. No one can see that you're kind. No one can see that you're, like, top ten out of ten person. Unless you get that opportunity to, like... To show it. Yeah. But it's not a physical. Whereas what you're presenting first off is your physical and like there's a lot of pressure you know even if you come to a point where you feel really comfortable with who you are there's so much pressure and there's so many opinions and like half time you don't fucking ask for them but someone's more than happy to give it to you and you're like go away (laughs) I mean like social media is obviously the worst place for that you look at the comment sections and people are vile like and it can just be a person jeans and a t-shirt and someone is gonna say something horrible yeah. yeah It's just shit. You're damned if you don't, you're damned if you don't. So do you think, generally, that you can control your thoughts? Yes, I do. But do you, do you think it's more of like a skill that you develop? 
I think it's a real conscious effort, yeah. That's that's what I mean, I think. Yeah, I do. Skill. Like, you have, to, you have to consciously... It's like a practice. Yeah. Because it was like, I was telling you <laughs> yesterday, I was telling you about that video I saw where that guy that was saying that you're what you want to achieve, like your goals and your dreams, yeah. will always stay far away. Do you always consider them unachievable? Yeah. So you'll never, like, that goal could be around the corner. It could be tomorrow. Yeah. But because you don't allow yourself to think, oh, that is in my realm, like, I can reach that one day, yeah. you never do. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. But it... Because you push it away, the more... But I'm how really... mad is it that we tell ourselves that that is in fact... It's not a fact. It's yeah. an opinion. Like we tell but ourselves, this is we why, can't like, do it. People, this is why people like promote sort of like meditation, manifestation, like yeah. anything that like grounds you, yeah. and allows you to think like with a clear mind. Yeah, it's all mindfulness. Isn't because it? isn't it weird that like a lot of your thoughts and like what you want to achieve and stuff mm-hmm. can be based on like what people think? Yeah, like you want to start a podcast, but you're scared people are going to laugh. Like, yeah. people that want to start posting their outfits online. Everybody gets so conscious about that. Yeah. And to be fair, people do always laugh. People always laugh. But... I think... Okay. That's what we said, though, is that, like, whatever you do, someone's going to have a negative opinion. Oh, like, and then, like, yeah. And it's always going to get sent to a group chat. We're like, yeah. it's fine. People mm-hmm. get over it. One of our episodes with the most listens is our first one, and I guarantee it's because... People, people are like, what the like fuck is that? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. Yeah, but it's okay. It actually because you can't. Even, I think like, that's it. It's, that it's okay. Pe- it's fine. fine. Like if someone else wants to call you something, if someone else wants to laugh, if someone wants to tell you know, if someone wants to reject you, it's one person in a sea of great. Do you know what I mean? Like, but you don't see the great. Like you just see the shit bit. It's like if someone has a bad day at work. Oh, work's so stressful. I hate it. Like blah blah blah. Hold on. How has the past month been? Yeah. Look at all of the great things that you did. But that one day um, just over overrode overridden i don't know what the word is yeah but over overrides all the good bits yeah and it's crazy but it, it, it seems like something negative is always just like so much more powerful than something positive mm-hmm. because even if you had the best day one bad thing can ruin the whole day yeah but that's about being in control of your thoughts as well and acknowledging that it's just one bad thing yeah and which i find hard the human brain's a little bit destructive isn't it because good things happen and then you go oh hold on there's something negative around the corner yeah like everyone's with with the good there must be the bad and like yeah true i mean life is up and down but like when things are going bad doesn't mean like five five minutes later that's like it doesn't mean yeah but it's like when when like life's going shit and people tell you it's gonna be okay and you go no it's not not you but one you can't see that there's good around the corner but when things are going bad, when things are going well, you can see that something bad is around the corner. My trigger sentence, which, which is bloody negative, I aren't developed at work, yeah, and now triggers me in all senses when people say it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm having a crisis. I do say right? that. That's my line. It's going to be fine. I say it. Don't fucking say it to me. It is so frustrating. Think about it when you're actually like on the edge though, and you're really like really really having a oh, hard yeah. time but the thing is like what do you want someone to say in that moment not it's going to be fine yeah but what do you want them to say this is the tough bit what do we actually want people do to you say? know what I think I think I more want people to acknowledge why I feel like I feel at that moment okay rather than just be like oh it's going to be fine be like mm-hmm. I get why you're stressed mm-hmm. I get why that's frustrating yeah like, I'll be I get why you're worried too. about that yeah. yeah yeah and like what do you think you could do to make it better or what like can I there was something I saw Red listen to that was 
um, I think it was a parenting tip, but I definitely think it could be broader than that. Okay. Um, which is like when somebody's having a rant or like having a moan or having a bit of a meltdown. Mm. And then you just ask them like, are you looking for a solution or do you just need somebody to listen? Mm -hmm. And I think like that would serve me if people treated me like that. Because when I'm really, really in like a moment, I'm actually not, I'm categorically not looking for a solution. Yeah. You could offer me five. Mm -hmm. Just for like 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Nothing's good enough. Yeah. Once I've calmed down, that's when I'm looking for a solution, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think that could save a lot of conversations. It's a brilliant way to, to look at things. Because sometimes you're not. You're not looking for an answer. You're but just upset. But when an adult is different with kids and adults, because like, when a child's in that situation, they'll say, oh, I just want you to listen, or I need a solution. they like, can you help me? An adult doesn't do that. If you said to an adult, if you're stressed, if you were really stressed and, like, something had happened and you need to rant at me, generally I'll know if you just need to rant. Yeah. But, like, if I said to you, do you want me to listen or do you want me to give you a solution? adults what they do is fuck off yeah they do no no but there's a way of saying it. i think like if i was like going for it and you said to me like are you just ranting or do you want like like Mm looking for answers Mm -hmm. i don't think i'd be offended by that no i'd be offended if you gave me attitude and was like what do you want from Mm -hmm. what do you want Mm -hmm. i'm like oh you're not really being fucking helpful do you know what i mean but it's how we see it in the moment do you know what i mean when you're in that headspace someone could just be saying to you what do you need you sometimes just don't even know what you need. Mm. Like, it's hard. I think with adults, it's quite hard. It's in the same way, like, with ad- with a child, if they tell themselves that they're ugly or this or that, you can change that perception very, very quickly. You can put them in front of the mirror and you can get them to change that way of thinking. Yeah. Adults, it's so hard. Deep How many rooted. of your friends do they go, oh, I look really fat in this? You go, no, you don't. You look beautiful. No, I don't. I look fat. But then I think, like, I would never, even if I, even if I did think that, I would never say that. What do you mean? Like, if somebody said, I look fat in this, mm. and I thought, mm, yeah, you do, I would never say that. No, say, no, 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 you no, don't. no, But it's not even about, like, I look fat in this. You're saying to someone, you look great in what you're wearing, regardless of your size. Do you know what I mean? Like, you look good. You look good, good yeah. And they will still say to you, no, I don't. Yeah. Take the compliment and say thank you. Because be be kind to you. Say thank you. Like, someone's just acknowledged that you look good. Say thank you. Then look in the mirror again and be like, do I look to... You're, okay, you may look... You may be a bigger person. You may be a slimmer person. But do you look good in what you're wearing? Don't look at your size. Look at, like, do you look good Are you comfortable? And if you're not, then we'll change. Like, it's okay. Yeah. But we don't do that. Adults are very, like, set in their ways. It's really hard to change perception of adults. Yeah, agree. Can't get around it. Can't get around it. Should have a little break? Let's have a little break, babes. Back in the... Back in the drift. We are back. We had a quick break, a punch Megan in the leg. Yeah, but it's yeah, okay. Yeah. We're still friends. Forgiveness is important. Do you know it is? Forgiveness is important. <laughs> do you? What do you want? And if we ever fall out, I'm going to replay this part to you. What do just you? Just so you know that. I'm not. I'm... Forgiveness is important. Do you think you're forgiving? Yeah. I'm not very forgiving. Yeah, you are. Am you I? Are. Yeah, you, lo- you like to play a bit all hard. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you are quite forgiving. Am I? Maybe I In am. the moment, you're not. In the moment, you're like, fuck off. But then afterwards you're like, mm, you are quite a forgiving person, yeah. I don't feel like anyone... I can't really think of things that people have done to me that need to be forgiven. No. Do you know like, what I mean? When, you know, like, just when things piss you off or whatever, I think yeah. you actually are quite forgiving. Do you think it's hard to piss me off? No. You want to I... draw dad on me? Yeah, Your dad is pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> I am annoying. 
Yeah, exactly. No, I don't think... Are you, I think you're hard to, like, properly piss off. Yeah, I think... You're not hard I, to wind up. I feel... Yeah, that's it. I'm really not hard to wind up <laughs> You're so easy to wind up. I'm, like, probably the easiest... Yeah. All you have to say is, like, men are better than women or something, and that'll be me for, like, an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, like, you With are... a list of why not. Yeah, you're you're easy to wind up, but, you know... But I'm... I don't think I'm... I, I think I'm quite difficult to actually, pit, like, fully piss off. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone just needs moments sometimes, don't they? Just to, like... Like you're not emotionally fine. Yeah. It's going to take five. Five days. <laughs> it's going to take five weeks when I get back to you. Yeah. Right. Well then, quote number two. Ready. Ready. Because that was a deep breath. Pause. It's unfortunate, and I really wish I wouldn't have to say this, but I, lo- I really like human beings who have suffered their kinder. This is Emma Thompson again. I don't know whether it's a character or the it's woman herself. city, this one. Yeah, it's savage, but I kind of think it's a little true. Yeah, I do. I think people that have really lived a life in its entirety uh-huh. are more compassionate for other people. Yeah. Because you have a level of understanding. But maybe. then, don't you think that there's two types of... Well, but I'm sure there's many types, but there's like two reach and go down. Like if somebody goes through something... Yeah. Some people go down the world against me, why me? Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're not so compassionate Mm because they're just a bit worried about why their life's been so hard. And then some people go down the route of, like, helping others or, like, yeah, yeah, just being a little bit softer, being a little bit kinder. Yeah. So I think there's options in it. There is. There is. Um, I guess it depends on who you relate to, though, isn't it? Because the idea is, is you can potentially find common ground with, like, the majority of people in the world. Do you think? I think so. Depends on the person. Mm. You know, th- my least favourite person is when people just say, this is just who I am. And if you don't like it... <laughs> and I'm like, okay, be you, like I respect it. But don't come in all guns blazing at me with that sentence. Yeah, because or, we haven't even or, spoken yet. That doesn't yet. excuse that you're about to say something offensive to me. It doesn't excuse yes. it. All you're going to be is annoying. Like, because you have no desire to... It's not about conform, but you have no desire to read the room. Like, we can all do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone says things how they say things. Everyone does things how they do things. When people are like, this is just me. And they're doing it with sass. It comes out with attitude. It's just who I am. And if you don't like it, you can fuck off. Well, I'll choose to fuck off before I've entered that. Well, no, why don't you fuck off? Yeah, like, I can't, like, you like I struggle with that one. But, is that like when you come around with most people. When you have to apologise for somebody. I hate that. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, they're a bit rude. Yeah, I don't That's like that. so embarrassing. Because, like, in my opinion... Now, that, again, this is very dependent. I am talking about people we know where we live. You know better. You know better. Yeah. Do not be rude. Yeah, Actually, you... there's no excuse for rudeness. Never be rude. Don't no. be rude to anybody. And if you are going to be rude, expect some rudeness back. Because that's not fine. And it's like people are happy to give it, but they would never accept somebody speaking <gasps> to them like that. Never. I mean, the majority of people, actually, wouldn't accept the way that people speak to them. Like, how they speak to others. They wouldn't, they wouldn't accept that. Back. What did we learn about last night? I don't know. We learned about the Karen Cafe. Oh, no, I keep saying it. I really would like to I've never it. heard of it until last night. It's so brilliant. You've got to look at clips on TikTok because it's so funny. I think I'd hate it. I'd love it. No, I feel like we'd just giggle. It'd Apparently, so what's the concept? So all the staff are basically Karens and they're yeah, just they're really rude. rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, like, throw your menus on the floor and it's like, yeah, what do you like, want? Yeah, they're like, serve you your food. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, don't go when you're hungry, obviously. That'd be awful. They end up in a brawl. 
Yeah, it's like an immersive experience in a way. Yeah, I think it is like, meant to be like theatrical. It's got to be. They're I'd like love to go acting. Though. I also want to go to the musical theatre cafe. What's that? It's where they like all the waiters and stuff are trained. They're like trained. They're like theatre performers. Oh, what do they but work out of season yeah, or whatever? Yeah, and they just get up and start singing. Like, oh my god, that thing. sounds so great! I, mean, I just feel like I'd be in constant tears because they thought I might be quite emotional. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be in constant tears. Oh my god, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> That's so <laughs> we'll funny. With lots of Where is it? Um, London, I think, oh, or maybe cool. America. London, <laughs> London or maybe Let's hope America. This podcast takes off so we can get to America. <laughs> We've got some listeners in America. Yeah, we do. I don't think they're inviting us around for dinner, but we We've do. We've got have... some listeners in some countries. I didn't think we were going to get listeners. No, to. I know, I know, I know. It is quite brilliant. It's though. global. We've got forty-eight listeners in the US. We cracked. It. Can can one? Can we stay over? Anyone? Yeah. So invite us round. You could be a guest. Pay for our flight, please. Why? What I have done today yeah. is convince my dad to come on the podcast as a guest. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. He's coming on the pod. He's coming on the pod. <gasps> Does he have a topic he'd like to talk about? No, and that's the rules, isn't it? You've got to bring a topic to the table. You've got to bring a topic to the table. Okay, one more quote. Yeah, go on. Oh, wait, what do you think about that quote? I don't think I just spilled on. Uh, well, what I do think is that, again, that I mentioned before the video that I saw the other day about this guy's mum said if you put all your in a room full of people if you all put your problems in a pile in the middle you take your shit and run yeah I think that's like very I think yeah and I think like people sometimes people are lovely and you kind of don't know why like you're like oh they're so sweet I have never met anyone like that before and then the more you get to know them, the more you find out like what they've maybe been through. Yeah. A lot of the time, they've kind of experienced something that has made them a little bit like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think you have to have suffered to be kind. No. But I do think sometimes that people that have experienced some stuff tend to be a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Like a wise old owl. Yeah. Mm. Um, what can you have? This one. Yeah. The way it works is. You do the thing you're scared shitless of, and then you gain the courage after, not before. That's a weird one. Mm. Because why? But isn't it weird that, like, somebody would... So people are like, just be brave. Just mm-hmm. do it. Just be brave. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like it. Does, like you just have to do it, and then afterwards you become, like... You do it a hundred times. But then how annoying is that? Wouldn't it be so nice if you could feel... Because obviously you get... Like, okay, let's take a bungee jump, for instance, right? I would never do one. Neither would I. Neither am I. But if you you have that, all you fear is that you're going to die. Oh, hundred percent. Fear is the bungee cord will snap, and I will plummet to the ground. Your death, right? Hundred percent. And people are saying to you, "Be brave, do it." When you're on the edge of that thing, you're not being. You don't feel brave. The word "brave" is not in your beating chest in that moment, (laughs) or where you're like. Your arsehole's falling out at that point. You're like, absolutely, brave is not how I'm feeling. Yeah. You just know that I need to do this because this is something I really want to do. And you can't I'm, put all I'm of like, fit into I'm, that. I'm more worried about, like, there's people in the queue behind me and I'm strapped up into this harness now. Like, I'm going to have to go. I'm screaming yeah. at that point, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying, just let them go first. Yeah. If I miss my turn... Untie me. Untie me now. <laughs> I'll, I'm okay, thank you. <laughs> And, like, bravery is not the word that you're feeling. Courage? You're feeling, no, you're feeling fucking petrified. 
you're literally scared. Like I've done a couple of zip lines, zip wires, and zip lines. What they're called? I don't know. I've abseiled. I've done heights. I'm petrified of them. Now after I've done it, I'm relieved as fuck. Right? I cried the whole way round the high ropes at PGL. Yeah, I don't feel brave in the moment. Bravery is not the emotion. Do you I feel. feel it after though? Yeah, like we recently went on holiday, and I'm petrified of flying. Yeah, I didn't feel brave during takeoff. I felt shit scared, right? The entire time. Once we'd settled and we were in the air, I'm cool. I didn't think... I felt really brave. I did I felt fucking relieved. The, the <laughs> thoughts I had in my head of what was going to happen on this plane didn't bloody happen. Like, but if I could have only felt that relief before I'd started, so knowing you, that it was going to be safe, I'd have been fine. So do you not just think then, like, you should just do all these things? Yeah, I definitely think you should. I just won't do it. So would you do a bungee? No! I'm too scared. Would you do... I don't um, know if I'm considered a very brave... I don't know if I am a very brave person. I don't think you are. No. I'm not either, though, so it's fine. There would you jump out of a plane? No. Because why? <laughs> My dad says that. Why would you even risk it? Hot air balloon? No. I'm sorry. Put me in a picnic basket up in the sky. Roll, roller coaster? No. It depends. Legoland. Would you drive like... <laughs> Legoland. Would you drive like um like a sports car? Yeah, at 40 miles per hour. <laughs> at a safe and steady speed. Um, motorbike? No. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like... I wouldn't say I'm... I'm brave in some things. Like, would I'm you... Brave, like, I'll go and meet new people. I'll do all that kind of stuff. Would I'm you do, like, for dinner s- brave meet new people? Yeah, I'll go for dinner Would you own. do, like, stand-up comedy? <sighs> no. Maybe. I want to. Would you be so good? So Would nice. you sing on a stage with a thousand people watching? I've already done that. No, now as oh, an adult. Fuck off. <laughs> no, not unless I was like, no. I, do you know what? Even the thought, and I used to not care. I used to just get up and do it. I can't think of anything else that's brave to ask you. I used to you. get up and do it, but I don't even know if I could now. Because I think all I know is just fear. It's not even about bravery. like No, it is, because being brave is to, like, combat your fears. But you don't necessarily combat them. That's the thing with bravery. Like, we just I do it. You get the courage to just do it sometimes. Yeah. But bravery... Because, like, to do something brave is to do something, like... I do you know, know I, I didn't like, even I say like... brave in the quote, and you've literally said brave, like, 40 times. Did, wait, did it not? No. What did it say? I tell you. Yeah, tell me what it said. <laughs> I will listen to the Spanish who said brave. Me, yeah, but no, it wasn't the quote though. The quote is: the way it works is, you do the thing you're scared shitless of, and you get the courage after you do it, not before you do it. Yeah. So the word is courage. Courage. I'm not courageous then. (laughs) Brave, courageous. Yes, I think it might be the same. I'm not courageous either. No, neither. It depends what is. But I think like I'm not an adrenaline junkie. No. No. I don't have a desire to go and like no. do these crazy things or like fucking uh, abseil down the bloody gherkin in London. I don't think you can do that, but like, no. Do, do, would you climb over the OT? No. Would I you go on the London Eye? I've done it. Would you do it now? <laughs> not because it's fucking boring, not because it's scary. I would go on the London Eye. It's just, it's slow. It's I've so been, boring. I've been to the top of the Alpha Tower. Was that scary? Yeah, because it wobbles at the top. Oh. Yeah. I didn't used to be scared of heights. He's scared of lifts. I'm scared of getting stuck in the lift. <laughs> but again, never used to. I, I like I have stupid fears now. Yeah, me too. I, I still go in a lift, but I don't come out of a lift going, wow, cor- courage. <laughs> I come out of a lift going, I've got a bit motion sickness. <laughs> I 
think okay, it's quite so... rare. Do you not think it's quite rare though, that, like in your adult life maybe, that you do things and you come out of it going, fuck yeah. I come out of things going, thank God that's done. No, oh my God, I don't think I do. I feel courageous. I don't know. I think courage is a really weird. Like, I'm thinking like lion, witch, and wardrobe or whatever. Like I'm thinking of fables with like, that I word. Myself, I'm like, yeah, I'm proud of myself for doing it, but I don't feel courage. Yeah, but like, I don't think anyone ever feels. Courage. Yeah, but you do when you're a kid all the time. <laughs> you lose that when you get older. Yeah, because people don't celebrate a lot. We should celebrate. More. We should celebrate more. That's what we've learned. Because today. like, I think yeah, I do walk out of things sometimes, and I'm like, smash that. Yeah. Like, that was sick. But did you go into it feeling shit scared? No. That's what I mean. Do, but do you know what I've realised, right? You can fuck things up and get away with it. Oh, yeah. So I'm way less worried now. Yeah. And I think that's where you don't need to really be brave and bold and courageous and whatever else the fucking morals of the stories were. Yeah. Because you fuck it up. You're like, oh. As long as you don't deny it, mm-hmm. you pretty much get away with it. Yeah. I mean, we're not surgeons, so that's something. Do you know? No, we're not, Megan. So, we're not surgeons. I think you've got to be a bit more careful. But, like, yeah. day to day, generally, you make a mistake, a genuine mistake. You can rectify it. And you tried and you fucked up. You can either rectify it or apologise for it. Yeah. If you fuck up an interview, I used to be, especially, like, after the pandemic, I was doing quite a lot of interviews. I don't mind interviews. I quite enjoy them. Mm. I've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I quite like interviews. However, you worry... Because you, like, need a job, need a job, or you're, like, panicking, pandemic, like, am I going to get something? Mm-hmm. But actually, they can only say, oh, you weren't right. Oh, yeah. And that is it. Yeah. So now I'm kind of like, well, what is there to be worried about? Yeah. When it's not life or, not life or death, but it's not the difference between having a job and not having a job. Yeah. Maybe we should do a bungee jump then. No. Okay. I don't like anything that has a risk of injury. Okay, salsa class. I really want to. I'd go to salsa. I think we should do it for the pod. This was the original idea that we were going to do. Yeah, we were going to do like classes and, and stuff. Week. Like, we need to actually do that. Do you feel like you have the t- hours in the day? No, but like, give a fuck. We okay. Them, I think. We, we could one get. One evening a week. It's one hour of a salsa class. One, two, no, but we have to do different things. <laughs> no, I want to become salsa. We can't salsa. just do salsa. Moringo? What's merengue? Love type of dance. It, okay, if you're a celebrity, would you go on Strictly or I'm a yeah, celeb? I would go on Strictly in a heartbeat. I'd love to. What out of all the shows? What would you go on? Strictly. I think mine would be either Big Brother or Strictly. No, I think Big Brother can be actually quite cancel culture, but I fucking love it. But not the cancel culture side of it. But I fucking <laughs> love Big Brother. But I think it's actually quite like uh, turbulent. But I think I'd be sick at it. Go on Strictly Come Dancing. And what else would I go on? No, that's it for me. Celebrity catchphrase. No, not catchphrase. The chase. The chase. You'd be shit at the chase. I'm, uh, ask my mum. <laughs> ask my mum because I'm actually really good at the chase. On that note. <laughs> I know good shit about bad shit. Like, I have got shit facts. But I, I'm not. quiz works quite well. I'm not good at the chase. Wow. Don't put your bad chaseness on me. <laughs> chase, thank you. Okay. There we have it. Well, I don't even know if we stuck to anything we started out. Neither do I. But do you know what? We've had, actually had a crisis week. Yeah, we have. We've had a crisis week. And we were brave and courageous and we powered through and we made episode 22. <laughs> and I just made a rhyme at the end of the pod. Can't wait to see you next time for more. Oh, no, I you could it do. Up. You could do... Um, the jingle. 
No, spoken word. What? Spoken word, like poetry. Slam poetry? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen 22 Jump Street? No. Oh, he does slam poetry. Brilliant. Great. <laughs> you should watch it. <laughs> Zoe was here, she knew I was talking about. <laughs> well, she isn't. And if any of you are listening and you've watched 22 Jump Street, you'll know it's slam poetry. <laughs> anyway, until next time. It's been real. Over and out. Bye.